Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And uh, we're drinking sparkling uh, water. I mean, we're always drinking sparkling water. What's going on? I feel like I've I've jumped on the sparkling water addiction and I now drink it too much, maybe. We're stupid West Coast elites. <laughs> we're drinking our fucking sparkling water. We're bathing in it. I have a, my morning LaCroix bath. <laughs> My nighttime. You uh, like how the bubbles <laughs> caress you in the morning? Yeah. Actually, it might be nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've been drinking. I used to be a hater. I used really? to really like, I was like, because when I would uh, travel and see my family in Europe, like they don't drink a lot of still water there. So when you would like go out to a restaurant, they would bring you a bubbly water and I'd be like, ew, gross. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Um, and then, and so I just developed a hatred at a very young age. And then at some point I was like, everyone else is having so much fun with this. I'm just going to force myself to like it. And it actually worked. I just, I started with the LaCroix, the flavored ones, um, and just kept drinking them until I was like, okay, okay, that's enough. It's fine. It's good enough for me. And then I was like, oh, I like it. <laughs> and I was like, I really like it. And then I could switch over to like, you know, the unflavored versions. Just yeah. The, just a big bubbly boy. Yeah. I mean, I like a bubble. I, my family was a real soda family growing up. And even like, we, yes, we would like drink Coke a lot and Sprite and whatever. But my dad also loved Perrier. So like we always had Perrier around. And every once in a while, me and my sister would put raspberry syrup in it. And we mm. called it Perrier. <laughs> Yum. That sounds good. <laughs> it was pretty good, yeah. but probably not good for you. Yeah. I don't know what it's doing to our insides. I mean, I like that it doesn't have calories, but. I also like, I love water, mm-hmm. just like regular still water, just like cold room temperature. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I'll be drinking sparkling water like all day long. And then I just, I'm like, oh, something's weird. And I'm like, oh, I I just need like a glass of regular water. Yeah. You're like, no, like I'm thirsty. It doesn't hydrate kinda. you yeah. that well. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You have to also drink other water and it makes you burp all the time. Yeah, it's true. Um, in French, uh, like sparkling water is eau gazifiée, mm. just gasified water <laughs> is essentially what it translates to. Cute. It's funny. Very cute. And I get gasified when I drink it. <laughs> uh, same. <laughs> so this week, we watched a classic Hollywood film. Wow. You may know it as Love and Basketball, because that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, this uh, movie, like, people have talked about this as being a favorite basketball movie. Like, yeah. NBA players have said it. I've heard other podcasts mention it. Like my sister loved this movie when it came out. Mm. I feel like this has just always been up there. Yeah. And none of us had seen it before. No, we had never um, seen it. But we have a we have a big list of movies that we're like, oh, we got to check it out. And, you know, we've watched a, a, quite a few now for the show. Um, and a lot of them are just really horrible <laughs> and we were like, we got to watch something that's good. Yeah. Cause I'm sure there's good movies about basketball and spoiler alert. We found it. It was good. It was really good. I've really, really liked it like a lot. Also spoiler alert. 
it's a horny movie. It's so horny. <laughs> Everybody's horny. Everyone. There's e- not ev- everyone's horny and cheating on each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get into the movie. <laughs> what is that from that's from steven universe oh yay mm. i love steven you i think you've said that before and i've said oh yay before <laughs> yeah I think, <laughs> I think that's true um okay so hey conveniently this movie's broken down into quarters yeah um yeah it's like we it's almost like we stole that from the movie for this <laughs> show but none of us knew it was happening i i think what happened is uh, back in 2000, when this movie came out, they were like, someday there's going to be a podcast called Dunktown where yeah. they review <laughs> basketball movies. So let's make it easy for them, stick with their format that they have, and break this up into quarters. Perfect. <laughs> and, it, and it worked perfectly. Um, it's it's a, a love story of two um, people that mm-hmm. it, sh- it shows them from like a young age. From age eleven, when they moved in next across next door across the street, next door, next door. So it starts out uh, first quarter, nineteen eighty one. A young boy in a Clippers jersey, which can I say, cute Clippers yeah. jersey. The Clippers paraphernalia this boy has in his room is cool, and I'm just like, it looks way better than what they have now. I want a throwback Clippers jersey with the like cursive. Me too. And I wanted to say Omar Epps on it. (laughs) (laughs) He never played for the Clippers. Or maybe he did, but... They said he bounced around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, little boy with Clippers jersey playing basketball with his friends. A kid shows up wearing a Lakers hat. Already, I'm seeing tension. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) And they're like... The kid's like, let me play. And they're like, are you good or whatever? Or I think they said, are you nice? Yeah. And and the kid was like, yeah, I'm nice. And then the kid takes off her Lakers hat and reveals she's a girl. And they're like, ew, you're a girl. You can't play basketball. And she's like, I'm better than you. Let me show you. She balls them up. Actually, they're like, okay, we'll play two on two. And you can play with this little kid. Yeah. And she's still winning. But she gets hurt. So as she's about to do like the winning point, the little boy in the Clippers jersey shoves her down. She slams her face into what looks like grass, but maybe there's a rock in there somewhere. Has, gets a huge gash on yeah, her face. She's like gushing blood. And it's like, it's not clear what's happening. Her <laughs> facial expression is totally neutral, but she's just bleeding. Um, also, that little girl um, is played by Kayla Pratt, who um, I know as a voice from a show I liked growing up the called proud the family. proud family. <laughs> I loved the proud family so much. Great show. And, um, the moment I saw her name, I was like, Oh my God, Kayla Pratt. <laughs> I didn't recognize her. I didn't recognize her either. And she was, she like looked young, mm-hmm. but like, I guess the proud family is a cartoon. So maybe, yeah, who knows? She could have been a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, we come to find out the boy is Quincy McCall. The girl is Monica Wright. She just moved in next door to Quincy and his family. His dad plays for the Clippers. 
And Quincy's like all about his dad. He has like his dad's jerseys all over his room. He's like, I'm going to play for the Clippers like my dad. And she's like, then you're going to play for the worst team in the NBA. Yeah. She really uh, roasted him. Yeah. <laughs> they well, well, they had a kiss and then they had a fight where she dropped that roast on him and they're like rolling around the grass, which turns into a theme in the movie where they're always just rolling around the grass. They're always rolling in grass, always kissing, always fighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's true. He said, he says to her, uh, they're on their bikes and he's like, do you want to be my girl? Which already it's like, I see her perspective a lot. So I'm like, don't fucking say that. I'm not anyone's girl. I'm not your possession. Yeah. But then she's like, well, what do we have to do? And they kiss. And then he's like, well, you have to ride on my bike. And she's like, no, I ride my own bike, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they start fighting. Yeah. And it's very clear that she is a big fan of basketball and she's good at it even at this young age um and i mean it seems like she's better than him at this point he doesn't like it <laughs> yeah and it, it's also pretty clear that she's like i'm not gonna fall into typical gender roles i don't want to be known for being pretty i want to be known for like being tough and playing basketball well right and um she's like a real tomboy type. yeah so also her mom is played by Alfre Woodard, who is awesome. Um, and her sister is played by Regina Hall. And Quincy's dad is played by Allstate guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose name I should... Oh, wait. I do have his name here. Dennis Hazebert. Yeah. So the guy from the commercials, that's always like, you got to call Allstate. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever the line is. <laughs> so then... 1988 second quarter uh they're in basketball they're in basketball they're, they're in, in high, high school, school. <laughs> they're in basket school <laughs> <laughs> they just play basketball don't learn it so it it shows immediately shows monica playing basketball and she's tough and she is like playing super well but she gets a technical and she's pissed she's yelling at the ref and stuff getting in trouble um and her mom says to her at one point, I keep hoping you'll grow out of this whole tomboy thing. And she's like, I will. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> she says that as a joke. Yeah. It's yeah. like a sassy retort to her mom to be like, I'm not gonna like, you'd be pissed if I like were a lesbian and I'm not like adhering to what you think a woman should be. Yeah. And, and the, the relationship between the two main characters is not really clear because it seems like, she is, he's at her game. He's watching her play. But when they interact, he's like, what? Like, I think she's, she like comes up and is like, hey. Uh, and he's just like, what do you want? Yeah. He's like still a jerk to her. Yeah. And, he's, and like, he's still kind of full of himself. He's like talking to a bunch of girls. She's like, give me a ride home. And he's like, no. And she's like, I'm going to your car right now. <laughs> um, and, and then it's like, well, I guess maybe they're, they must be on like friendly terms. Um, and then he's like, his parents are bone zoning. <laughs> yeah. So he, oh wait, no, that was in the beginning. They were, boning. oh yeah. The, and then they start fighting. They switch so from bone zone to fight zone. In the first quarter, he's laying in bed and you hear his parents fucking. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't, I don't like want to listen to this. So he like goes to his window and he can see Monica's room from his window. That's the, that's like a consistent 
thing throughout the whole movie is like they can see th- each other's windows. So he like goes and like looks at her through her window. So then in the second quarter, he gives her a ride home. They're like flirty fighting. He says, your boyfriend's name is Spalding, which is a basketball brand. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who's taking you to the dance? Spalding. <laughs> Such a good burn. Yeah. <laughs> and actually a really funny visual that she'd be going to the prom with like a basketball and a suit. And like kissing a basketball. <laughs> Yeah, which is like not a bad way to practice kissing if yeah. anyone out there is like trying to it's practice basically, basically the size of someone with a big old head <laughs> with a super yeah. round head if any of our listeners have never had a kit at their first kiss um it's actually the perfect yeah i situation. really suggest kissing a basketball yeah <laughs> um so then he gets home his parents are fighting and he can't sleep so he opens his window like crawls out go knocks on her window she opens her window as if like oh this is a regular thing and he gives him a pillow and he sleeps on the floor next to her bed yeah so then it's like he must be doing that all the time because she's not they don't exchange any words at all (laughs) she just hands him and goes back to bed so it's like in public they kind of have a but uh, even in his car they were like kind of sniping at each other yeah but i just think it's like one of those things where when he gets vulnerable, like she's there for him. Yeah. yeah. So, so then it's the dance. And oh. uh, she is, her sister uh, dresses her all up, puts the makeup on her. Does she her loses hair. a game like right before the day before oh, yeah. or whatever. Oh, shit, so I she's pissed. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. She, she fucks up a major game. Um, and I think it's like the championship game or something. It's there was a, an important recruiter in the crowd, yeah. and she messed it up, and like they she lost, mess, she lost her shot at um, USC. That was what she thought. So her sister's doing her hair, and she's like, "Look, you'll have fun. Go to the dance. I'll get you a man." <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's basically like, "I'll find you a guy," and and she's like. At first resistant. And she's like, okay, fine. And her sister does her makeup for the dance. And her mom comes in and is like, oh, you're so beautiful. I'm going to give you grandma's pearls to wear. And they have like a really touching moment because the two of them don't really get along. And um, so then she looks really pretty. She's got this like beautiful white dress on. That's like like very sexy. Super tight. Yes. I don't think I would have like high schools sometimes are kind of strict about like, yeah, what I you can my, wear. To- I don't think my school would have let me wear that. It was very short and very tight and very revealing. Yeah. But super cute. Yeah, she looked great. She looked amazing. So uh, she gets to the dance and her date says, can I take your coat? And she goes, why are you cold? <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> There's actually a lot of super funny lines in this movie. Yeah. Um, that being one of them. And then actually the next one. So, uh, Quincy's there with a date who is um, Gabby Union. Yes. Who looks banging also. I mean, she she looks almost exactly the same as she yeah. does right now. Um, she's like, she doesn't age at all. She's a, she's she's so, a babe. She's so beautiful. She's like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're dancing sexy together. Yeah. But then he sees uh, Monica come in. And he's it's like, like hold it's on like a, a record scratch. And he just walks away. He's like, walks away from Gabby union. Oh. And, um, but then she like follows him over and he's like, Oh, you look so good. Blah, blah, blah. And then Monica's date, I guess is a college guy. He's like this tall, handsome mm-hmm. college guy. Um, I like 
the line that Gabby Union says to Monica when she comes over, clearly jealous of the situation, and she says, I didn't know Nike made dresses. (laughs) Also sweet burn. Yeah. Uh, Um, It did look like a dress that Nike would make. It was a very accurate burn. (laughs) Um, So then they sort of are like jealous of each other, but they separate. And then, um, first of all, it's kind of weird that a college guy took Monica to a high school dance. No, it's weird. And he's being a creep too. He's being a super creep. Yeah. He's like, aren't you having fun? Tell me what I have to do. He, he, to he's, like, have fun. he's reminiscing about high school in a weird way that makes it seem like a long time ago where he's like, man, back in my day, like they didn't look like you. And he's like leering at her and drooling and like keeps rubbing her shoulder. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my mouth is dry. Like, can you get me a drink? As soon as he leaves, Quincy comes over in his shiny shirt in his super shiny shirt (laughs) and he's trying to flirt with her but she um goes to dance with her date and he like awkwardly pretends to dance after (laughs) she leaves which is funny and then he's dancing with Gabby Union Monica's dancing with her college date but they are like eye fucking each other yeah across the dance floor they are like there's this intense edit with like the music playing also great music great music in this movie the whole movie has great music if you see this cd (laughs) soundtrack (laughs) at amoeba if you don't live here you don't know what amoeba amoeba is down so we better hurry (laughs) (laughs) but you should buy it um but they there's this edit is like this super horny edit where they're like legit like having sex with their eyeballs yeah I got all hot and bothered just looking at it. I, was <laughs> I like, defam yeah. about it. <laughs> well, it was he he was not blinking at all. Mm-hmm. He was like just staring at her with his eyes like bugging out. Also, like, he's played by Omar Epps, who is hot. Yeah. Yeah. He's hot. Yeah, he is. And <laughs> and her date is also hot, but his behavior was very like off-putting. Yeah, we did not approve. Yeah. So then after the dance, she gets home and she sees there's a letter from USC on her nightstand. Mm. And she gets super nervous. So she opens her window and he come they like both come out of their windows in between in the grass and she makes him open the USC letter for her and she got in and yeah. she got a basketball scholarship. And well, they also have this weird interaction where they're both clearly jealous. Yeah, and he's like, "Where's your boyfriend? Where did he, he?" He's he's like, "Where did he take you?" And then she was like, "Mulholland Drive. Where did you take her?" And he was like, "No, your business. Like you started this line <laughs> of questioning. <laughs> like she has to answer your like jealous questions, but you can like fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> but which they, is kind of the whole movie. Yeah, like that. Yeah, he is very like macho and like." toxic masculinity like to a t like he's a perfect just i mean especially as a kid which is sad to see a kid act like that like he's it's already so ingrained in him and then now he's older and it's still like such a big part of him but then it's also clear that like they both know they want each other like they were like long they were like puppies like longingly looking at each other at at the dance yeah like it's clear like they're playing around at this point so they both admit that they just didn't do anything with their dates and came home. And then he goes to hug her to congratulate her for getting a basketball scholarship. And then she just like awkwardly kisses him as he goes to hug her. And he's like, what the hell? Yeah. And 
they're kissing in this whole movie. I maybe it's just me, but I thought it was kind of awkward. It, he just goes straight for the like <laughs> tongue down the throat, which I'm not a big fellas. If you're listening, you cannot go in tongue first. No. Yeah. You got to work up to the tongue. Yeah. I have to say we're, we're just going to get into this right now. Yeah. Break it down. Very few men that I have kissed have kissed. Well, I agree. Like I want to say maybe 1%, 1% of the men I have kissed. I don't know about percentage wise. I know I can think of like maybe like five, like very memorably good. Yeah. Kissers. But then everyone else, it was like, no trash. Because I think the thing is like, first of all, like I got a saying, just start with a closed mouth kiss and work up to yeah. like open and tongue. Yeah. Do not think like, okay, we got to get this tongue in here as soon as possible. No, don't just dagger your tongue into someone's mouth. <laughs> yeah. And it, you can see Omar daggering yeah. that tongue <laughs> immediately. He's like a lizard. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they... And she's kind of like like pulling back like <laughs> it will actually so she, she they're kissing she kind of pulls back and then they fall in the grass yeah and we're like do not get grass stains on that right. beautiful white dress crisp white dress that's the whitest dress around. i've ever yes. seen yes there's no way that it, it came out unharmed <laughs> and they're they're sort of like you know making out and then she stops him and they're just kind of sitting in the grass And she gets up and you think she's like, I don't want to do anything with this guy who like fucks around. Right. But then she turns and looks at him and is like, come on. And they go to her bedroom and they fuck. They fuck. (laughs) Yes. For all you horn dogs out there. Yeah. They do it. They do it. Um, She's shy. It is a little bit awkward. Yes. Uh, But there's a great song playing as it happens. And you made a good point that like, if this movie was today, they probably would have just cut away and then cut back in the morning or whatever. And they're like, you know, looking confused in the morning. (laughs) I hate when movies do that. You better show me the fuck scene. (laughs) Why else am I watching this? If that's not even going to be in there. (laughs) It's true. Nowadays they just don't show sex scenes really. Um, and but then, like, the, the other thing is, like, they sh- it shows him, like, getting a condom, which I think is, like, this was, this came out in 2000, but I feel like that's a really 90s thing yeah. where they're, like, look, safe sex. We're mm-hmm. showing you the condom. Right. It, yeah. Which is good because he fucks a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm glad. As I'm his glad mom says, that. he fools around with those fast girls. But also, like, that took a while the whole process of getting a con it, we could have just seen a glimpse of it <laughs> they were like we're really spending some time on this uh, okay so so then we're in the third quarter oh first oh um, really quickly agata said she's gonna fucking grandma's pearls because <laughs> she leaves the pearls on yeah. after she takes off all her clothes yeah they they both get undressed and stare at each other she's just wearing pearls he's just wearing his uh chain that says 22 which is his dad's number on the clippers it's you know symbolic <laughs> yeah so all right now third quarter 1988 to 89 we're in college I just wrote coach hard ass because <laughs> she's she's at USC playing and her coach is like 
crawling up her butt. Yeah. <laughs> like majorly. Yeah. The character's name is Coach Hardass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, her coach is like super tough on her. And the even the um the starting point guard who is uh like a sophomore or junior or something. She's like super hard on her too. Yeah. She even like drops a barbell on her when yeah. they're all weightlifting. That is so dangerous. Like, I know. She's like, like, like you could stop breathing right. because it's on your chest. Right. Uh, but then the the other girls on the team are nice to her and um, everything's good. There's also a scene with her and Quincy walking on campus and these two girls are like, you going to win the game for us, Quincy? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll try. And Monica gets jealous and they're, but they're like, and then oh. they roll around in the grass to make it up <laughs> more rolling in grass. And she's wearing a white sweater. <laughs> That's true. Uh, oh my God. And the bleach, uh, budget on this movie must've been <laughs> sky high. <laughs> the costume designers like, why do I keep picking white? What am I doing? <laughs> um, so then there's a practice where Monica does this little pose after she shoots and they all make fun of her and she has to like hold the pose for the rest of practice. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of having a hard time. Yeah. But then she goes home to Quincy or goes to his dorm and she's, she's icing her ankles. He's icing her ankle, which is pretty hot. He's yeah. He's icing one ankle and the other one has a bag, ice bag, ice bag. Ice like pack. a zip a yeah, block yeah, bag yeah, yeah. and he he's he makes some joke and she shoves the ice into his pants <laughs> which was really funny to yeah me. that's such a good prank such a good move um and then they uh they play a game of strip basketball which i gotta say this gotta be my favorite scene in the whole movie it was very horny yeah for horny listeners out yeah. there this is again super horny yeah. scene a horny song is playing they're playing like one-on-one in in his tiny little dorm room hoop yeah and it's cute it's very cute he's taking off way more clothes than she is yeah she's, she's getting more baskets she's winning and then i think she wins the whole thing and he's like i wanted you to win it's like she fucking beat you <laughs> And then they do it. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to see that much of that. No. no. Um, so then there's a basketball montage. Wait, I, w- I wanted to say that reminded me of um, Myers Len- Meyer Leonard's wife. Oh, yeah. Have we talked about it on the show? I don't know I don't if we have. I think so. She's amazing. Yeah. So if, if, you, if, you, if you guys don't follow um, Meyer meyer leonard and his wife on instagram she is so cool she will they have like an at-home basketball court and she like will post videos of her just making like insane shots like 20 in a row what what is the account do you have it yeah it's mrs l leonard so m-r-s-e-l-l-e leonard and you'll see her like with a ball in each hand, throwing at the same time, making every single yeah, shot. Just like 10 in a row. Yeah. Or like there's one video of her. She's facing away from the hoop and she's throwing them backwards and she's getting in 10, 15 in a row. Like it's insane. 
Um, and it really makes me laugh because people always comment and say like, whoa, you should be on the, uh, yeah, maybe, uh, play, step in for your husband. Yeah. And he does not like those comments because sometimes he'll repost the videos. He's like, look at, look at my wifey, which is cute. (laughs) But then when people are like, man, she's, she's great. She should take your spot. He's like, no, let's not get ahead of ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Like she's just playing around in the gym guys. He just got, um, traded, traded. So I wonder what they're going to do with that huge home gym. I don't know. Should we buy it? Should we get it? (laughs) It looks beautiful. It's amazing. It's got this like big garage style door but yeah. it's huge yeah what what team is he on now i don't remember myers it's myers not meyer whoops uh he oh miami heat oh well i mean who knows sometimes I'm sure they'll build a new one in miami yeah <laughs> sometimes if someone's not doesn't have a contract for a long time they'll just like keep a home base somewhere so yeah. maybe they'll keep it but god that's such a beautiful yeah. um basketball court so then we get into the paternity suit part of this movie, which um, is just a real bummer for old Omar Epps. <laughs> but also, like, I'm glad they. This feels like a real thing, and and yeah. so essentially, um, Quincy is getting a drink with his dad, and they we see like Monica's having a hard time in in on her team. But Quincy is killing it. Mm-hmm. Like he's a starter. He's like getting all this glory. Everyone loves him. So he goes get it to get a drink with Zeke, his dad, um, all state all state guy. Yeah. And his dad's like, "Hey, just want to tell you, like, we're being sued for paternity uh, for this some woman, blah blah blah." But it, it's not true. Yeah. It's not my kid. And then. Quincy goes home to find his mom drinking by the pool. She turns off the music with the biggest remote I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And it then looks like the size of a MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> and then shows him some photos that a private detective took um, of her husband running around. Yeah. And it's like, why did he have to lie to him? Like, obviously the truth was going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Like he couldn't just tell your son the truth. Right. And and Quincy gets very upset, mostly about the lying. I think he doesn't really care as much about <laughs> the woman. <laughs> but he is kind of like, why was I... He adored his dad and took all this advice. He was like trying to live his life. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to be on the Clippers and be the same number as my dad. Yeah. But then his he realizes like, oh, everything his dad has been telling him is a lie. Yeah. And he doesn't want to live his life like his dad did. And he spirals out of control and his dad after he confronts his dad about lying he he gives him this weird speech where he's like you know there's women outside the hotel and then 20 of them are always get past security and you know you just gotta do it (laughs) like Like, after a while you you're just like can't say no yeah it's like like, no you can always say no (laughs) right and it's like how many of like it becomes clear that it's like a huge volume of these women that he just fucks on the road instead of just like this one right it's like, you're not helping your case here, buddy. Exactly. Um, so then he and Monica are hanging out on some bleachers at night. And Monica's wearing this really cool bandana. She looks great. And he's like, oh, I, I don't know what to do about my dad. I have all these feelings. I don't know how to deal with emotions. And she's like, hey, come back to my dorm and let's continue talking 
Um, and he's like, no, let's just stay here. And she's like, well, no, I have curfew at 11. So if I don't, if not, if I'm not in my dorm at 11, we don't suit up. Yeah. And then he's like, nope, I'm staying here. Bye. It's the most frustrating thing to watch because it's like there's an easy solution just go to her dorm yeah like she'll it's not like she's like i gotta go because i gotta go to sleep she's like no let's continue talking she's like i'll stay up all night it doesn't matter yeah and he's being such a fucking baby yes like he wants her to sacrifice because she just got made starter on the team yeah well not not even yet she hasn't even made starter yet she's like trying to um she's she's filling in for sid as when Sid broke her ankle. Right, right. So she is starting, but it's like temporary until Sid gets better. Yeah, but it's like a big, a, a major deal for her. And he's just like, you should, you should do what I want exactly in the place that I want to do it. Yeah. And he gets so upset with her that he like breaks, Starts, breaks up with her. Yeah. He like, he's like drinking. He's being a dick. At one point she shows up at his house and then all of a sudden some other girl shows up and he's like, I did do that to get your attention. Bullshit. It's so toxic. Like do not fucking do that shit. Like just talk to her and you so just shake him and be like, just fucking say what you want to say to her. Yeah. Tell her how you feel. Use words yeah. to explain your emotions and don't break up with her in like the worst way, which is ghosting her and making her feel like shit and bringing other girls in just to like, try to make her ju- i don't know what the fuck just yeah if you're if you're gonna break up with her then like tell her to her face she's like why why'd you bring that girl or like why'd you take that girl out blah blah blah. and he's like well you know you clearly don't have time with me for me so we're done he's such a fucking baby yeah at this point i'm just like done with him yeah she's too good for him she's too good for him yeah she's she, amazing she didn't do anything wrong no she didn't yeah um at one point zeke is just in quincy's room and he's like what the hell are you doing here dad and zeke is like well you left your door unlocked people do not leave your door unlocked (laughs) (laughs) that's just a little psa what the hell okay so now fourth quarter we're five years in the future 1993 Barcelona, Spain. Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> Monica's playing in the IWBA. Yes. Um, and she's not loving it. She's a star. Kids are asking for her autograph. She wins a championship. She actually sees Sid, her old rival, um, playing in an Italian team. She beats Sid, gets a big trophy. They go out to Takes dinner. Takes it out to dinner. Yeah. So then it's just like they start talking like, oh, you know, I don't really like being out here. I'm away from my family, my friends, blah, blah, blah. And then she's lonely. Yeah, it's clear that she's talking about she hasn't dated anyone since she was there. And then it's like, all right, she's clearly not happy. But in Spain, she's on a team called Vigo. Yeah, they she should have stayed on it just for the name. Just for that's my name. Yeah, that's true. Um, So she comes back. And um, she sees Quentin, on TV that Quincy's on the Lakers. Yeah. He's playing on the Lakers and they show um, a clip of him getting injured. He tears his ACL while he's playing. It's very sad. Um, and then she's like, I'll go visit him in the hospital. Um, I guess she, I guess she just like 
moved back and was like, I got to figure out what's going on with him. We haven't talked to him five years. So she shows up at the hospital and then in comes Tyra Banks. <laughs> His fiance. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's like, look, it's my fiance. And she's like, oh, fiance. <laughs> Before Tyra Banks walks in, there was a line where he was like, I thought you were going to be the first woman in the NBA. And she's like, well, they found breasts on me during my physical. And he was like, huh, I could never find breasts. On what? <laughs> That's so mean. Yeah. She has boobs. <laughs> Don't let that make you feel bad. Um, she also tells Quincy that playing ball isn't fun anymore for her. Yeah. And he's like, what? He kind of like flips out a little bit. But then Tyra walks in, interrupts everything. She's like, hi, I'm super nice Tyra. Yeah. She she sounds like her character from Life Size. <laughs> <laughs> where she plays a Barbie. She's like, hi, who are you? <laughs> and then they have this awkward interaction. She's like, I, Monica's like, I should get out of here. This is awkward. Um, Monica then goes home. She's stay. she's living with her parents and her mom, she and her mom have this big fight and she was, she tells her mom she's sick of her bullshit. And her mom says, are they cursing at their mamas in Spain? now?" <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was great was a good line uh yeah i mean it's clearly she's upset about the situation and she's taking it out on her mom and her mom is like her using mom. yeah i feel really bad for her mom in this situation because she's her mom is like taking something completely different out of it which is like you never respected me for being a housewife and not following a career and like we never got along. It got very deep very quickly. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like this is real issues here um, that were just brought on by them both being in a bad mood, I think. And it's it like they fight throughout almost the whole movie and it kind of comes to a head in this moment. Her mom slaps her and she's like, essentially says, I don't respect you because you didn't have a career. And her mom's like, yeah, but I was there for you when you needed me, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Um, yeah, she was like, I was there to put on those pearls that you got fucked in like that night. <laughs> That's what her mom said. Yeah. <laughs> so then she does mention the pearls. <laughs> she does mention the pearls. She doesn't mention the fucking. <laughs> well, hopefully she wasn't there for that part. We don't know. She could have been in the corner. In the background, you just see her peeking <laughs> through the doorway. Um, so then we there's a montage. Monica's working at a bank. Uh, Quincy's trying to rehab his knee. He's like doing a bunch of drills and stuff. He's wearing a little knee brace. Um, and then Monica sees through her window across to Quincy's room, his old room where he's like packing a up a bunch of his stuff with Tyra. Mm -hmm. And he goes to grab a big cue off the wall. <laughs> and Tyra's like, no, you're not taking that big cue. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you get married and you're not allowed to have your big letters anymore, <laughs> I, I'm single. I have my huge A in my house. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we have matching giant A's <laughs> above our beds. Oh. <laughs> and, um... I mean, I don't get it. Like, what... If it was, like, a Bud Light sign, or like, poster or something, like, that would make sense to me. Why is she so... Why does she hate the Q? Yeah. Why does he want the Q? Yeah, well, that's another question. And why does she hate the Q? I don't know. <laughs> so then... <laughs> So then we, so, um, Quincy is at his mom's house again. He sees Monica coming home. She's in like a little business dress or like, um, dre dress suit. 
it's like two weeks right before the wedding yeah two weeks before quincy's wedding with tyra and he, he sees her trying to walk in heels she can't do it and he's like tyra's out of town or whatever her name is <laughs> tyra's out of town i'm staying with my mom for a little while yeah and then it's immediately like oh boy this is gonna be bad yeah <laughs> bad news but then he's kind of like hey why isn't playing ball fun anymore and she's like leave me alone just drop it i don't want to talk about it and he's like no we're gonna talk about it and they both are like there's definitely something deeper lying beneath this she leaves but then later that night actually i think her mom says to her you know when i was saying tyra wasn't good enough i meant like you are good enough for Quincy or whatever. She like kind of gives her the push. She said, she said when he, when I said he could do better, I met you. Yeah. And it's like, and then, but at that moment I was like, yeah, that was obvious when she said that. But uh, Monica's face was like, (laughs) (laughs) but she was just like giving her the push. So then later that night she sees Quincy's in his room. She, uh, you know, calls him over and knocks on it or whatever they're in between their houses again and she's like i love you and i've always loved you and he's like why the fuck did you say this two weeks before my wedding Mm. and then she's like play basketball for your heart (laughs) yeah she says play one-on-one and he was like for what and she said for your heart which is the only part where i was like oh geez (laughs) very very cheesy um but then it's kind of realistic at afterwards because then he he beats her and he's like what what did you want from the or like even before they start playing he's like what did you want from this like this is like not how things are done yeah and then they play like, it's always about you he's like you know do, he's like pulling up some old like argument that they've had a million times you can tell yeah <laughs> but then he wins and so she gets sad she and sadly walks, walks away. away like charlie brown <laughs> <laughs> and then he yells out double or nothing and she's like and then they make out they make out and i'm like this is weird because he's still about to get married uh he's still engaged you can't be making out yeah that's wrong that's true what about tyra he should have been like hold up let me call tyra real quick yeah he should have been like this is clear to me now i need to take care of something yeah (laughs) tyra honey yeah i know you're filming america's next top model right (laughs) yeah that's what she was doing when she left (laughs) um but then my favorite part of the whole movie Mm. cut to establishing shot the forum where no one plays basketball anymore but it still exists for concerts for concerts so it, you see the forum and then you, it, you know, inside it's like the Los Angeles sparks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, it's now of a time that the WNBA exists. Yeah. Cool. And then it's calling the starting lineup and who do they call? But Monica, Wright. Yeah. And she runs out. She's so cute. <sighs> she waves to Quincy who's sitting courtside with their little baby. And he's like, look at mommy (laughs) it's so fucking cute but then their baby is half basketball so he's like i know the father's spalding (laughs) yeah baby had real leathery skin (laughs) that's so funny yeah oh it was a good it was it was such a good ending i mean it just the whole movie was great i fucking loved it i recommend everybody watch it yeah just maybe don't watch it 
with someone you don't want to be horny in front of. That's true. That's good advice. And yeah. I don't care if I'm horny in front of you. So <laughs> we made it work. Yeah. <laughs> We've been hornier in front of each yeah, other. That's true. <laughs> that's true. So great movie. All right. Let's give out some donkeys. Yeah. Donkeys. All right. Most points. It's got to go to Monica. I guess. It doesn't really make sense in this game. Well, but he quit. He quit playing. That's so true. Okay. It's got to be her, right? Okay. I want to give um, funniest joke to the um, the ice nuts gag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to give um, best butt shot to Omar Epps because you see his butt twice in this movie. Mm-hmm. I want to give um, horniest scene to the strip basketball scene, which nice. ho- even hornier than the sex scene. Yeah, yeah, it was. Gabe, do you have one? Um, sure. Yeah, um, I'm going to give favorite supporting performance to Alfre Woodard for the mom. Uh, I thought oh, she yeah. was she was great. She's one of my favorite actresses, and I always just have fun watching her. That's it. Oh, and I have one from Andrea, who I watched the movie with, my wife Andrea, if, if mm-hmm. you don't mind. Uh, no, please. I watched it with her, and she's the person I most feel comfortable being horny around, so it worked out. <laughs> I should um, hope but, so. <laughs> but she, um, she wants to give a donkey for uh, worst Foley sound, and that's when uh, Omar Epps Quincy uh, hurts his leg. Um, she specifically was like, how many pieces of celery did the Foley guy break? (laughs) 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 I'm sure that's not even, well, I don't know. I've never torn my ACL. So I don't know if that's snap is what it sounds like, but it was very crisp. Who knows? Um, what about, um, best rendition of an episode of NBC's the slap to the mom? (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah. Is the mom going to win? I mean, she's got two and no one else does. So, whoa, dark horse. Um, I'm going to say best wearing of white and not getting any grass stains while rolling around in grass. (laughs) That'll go to Monica. Yeah. So we've got a tie right now between Alfre Woodard and Monica. Nice. Should we end it there? Yeah. Great. Then we've got a tie. Congratulations to those two for winning the donkeys. And for making a great film. Good job. So this movie was written and directed by Gina Prince Bythewood. And uh, good job. It was awesome. So excited that a lady wrote and directed this. And um, it's a great movie. She's got some more movies. She's got Secret Life of Bees and Beyond the Lights. Nice. We should check those out because she did a great job. And I think she's written for TV and stuff too. So everyone check out her stuff. All right. Let's get into our mail basket. You got got mail. Today we have a voice message. Hey, Dunktown friends. This is Nate from Dallas. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for having such a fun, uh, positive uh, podcast. It's 
you know, a really unique way for me to experience a professional sport, something that I was really sort of uh, anxious about when I was in school and younger because I'm not athletic at all and I kind of only experienced the toxic side of it. So um, it's just been uh, real fun getting into your podcast and and getting back into the NBA. Um, I'm originally from North Carolina and I've been living in Dallas for the last several years. So I'm a big uh, Hornets and Mavs fan and it's just been really exciting hearing y'all talk about those teams. And uh, it's just... uh, Again, just a real pleasure, real treat to listen to y'all. I look forward to your podcast dropping into the feed every Wednesday. So uh, thanks so much. Keep it up, y'all. Have a great day. Cute. Cute. Thanks, Nate know. from Dallas. I don't know why, but I want to cry now. <laughs> it's just so nice. <laughs> that was uh, that was such a nice message. Thank you so much. What a little cutie. And um, go Mavs and go Hornets. Yeah, I'm sorry your Hornets lost uh their biggest cutie but i'm sure they can rebuild yeah they've got to they've got to do something yeah um and i mean mavs you've got the other biggest cutie yeah luca um it's gonna be a fun season i'm I'm excited to see what both of those teams are up to yeah they picked up some good guys um also so yeah we got uh seth curry yeah that's gonna be fun Mm -hmm. um Thank you, Nate. Yeah, thanks for thanks for calling in. If you if you guys want to send us a message, you can call 903-420-DUNK. Um, and you can, you know, ask us questions. Um, you can let us know where you're from and who you like and um, any info you think we should be aware of. We're always collecting info. Yeah. Tell us a story. Yeah. <laughs> we love hearing from you guys. Uh, if, you'd, if you'd rather email us, you can email us at hi at dunk.town. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dunktown podcast. Um, I am on Twitter, uh, echo underscore mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica, Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our websites, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a review. It really helps us, um, grow our audience. Um, and we appreciate every single one. We read every single one. They come into our Slack channel and we read them and say cute, (laughs) just like we do on the show. Um, Check out our store, our online store, that dunk.town slash store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, stickers. Um, thank you to Andrea for designing all that stuff and for designing our website. And Gabe for building our website and being the best little cutie producer. Um, and thanks to Andrew Clotworthy for our theme song. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.